This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that zeroes in on your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today we're talking about the treatment and care of burns with Midland plastic surgeon, Dr. David Yannick. Health Dose asked Dr. Yannick, what types of burns are there and how are they classified? Burns are typically classified by degree, first degree, second degree, third degree burns. First degree burn is very similar to what you would experience as far as a sunburn. A second degree burn would be one where you have blistering of the skin. And a third degree burn, essentially you have a deeper injury to the skin, turns more leathery, white, uh, you actually have tissue loss. But in terms of what causes burns, there are different causes for burns. It's not just something where you encounter flame. That is correct. I mean, so the key thing as far as understanding the amount of overall energy that's transferred is the mechanism in which the burn happened. You can have grease burns, which is more of a thermal transfer, flame burns, which is actually combustion and heat that's generated. You can have electrical burns, which those injuries are a deeper injury that you don't see because of the transmission of the energy through non-conductive tissues like bone. Bone actually heats up much faster and hotter than the overlying tissue. So you have a deeper injury to the tissue overlying that. And depending on the type of burn that you receive, you're going to treat that differently as, as a plastic surgeon. Correct. So, you know, depending on the mechanism of injury, there is, at least as far as, in my mind, as far as treating them, there's a different algorithm of what I would expect the injury to kind of demarcate or declare itself over time. Most burn injuries initially are treated with just local wound care. So cleaning the wound, evaluating it. And then over time, determining whether or not there needs to be a surgical intervention. Now, things like electrical burn depends on whether or not we're talking high or low voltage and whether or not the patient would need to be monitored for signs of cardiac or heart dysfunction. As a civilian, how how do I know when I need to see a doctor for a burn that I've received? So as far as getting burned, typical household burns are those as far as grease burns. So somebody, because we're staying home more now and cooking more at home, manning a grease fire. Most people, and this was encountered a lot when I was a resident in general surgery in Chicago, was they would try to carry the flaming pan of grease outside. That's not how you're supposed to put out a grease fire. You got to smother it because you can imagine trying to carry a pan of flambe outside and you're just spilling grease all over yourself and everywhere else. So... Those sorts of things as far as like cooking related grease burns immediately cool the area. So if you get splatter from cooking grease, immediately put it under cold water. And then depending on the size and the area that's involved, that would determine whether or not I would seek additional medical attention. So if you've got a a good size of your hand that's covered, I would say you would need to seek medical attention. If it starts to blister, I would definitely seek urgent care or emergency care type of attention. If it's a small area, just like a little splatter, if you were cooking sausage or something like that, you could probably watch it and treat it locally at home. Bacitracin or sylvidine, which is commonly available over the counter, is a good bomb to put on top of it. And then electrical burns, those definitely need to seek medical attention. So those of us that want to play weekend warrior doing electrical work, now that we have a honeydew list, any kind of electrical injury that you sustain you should seek medical attention because you don't know whether or not there's going to be any long-term effects, particularly related to the heart. Understood. So one of the old wives' tales is that you should put butter on a burn. Is that a real treatment? <laughs> I, would not, I would not put butter on a burn. I would 
Cleanse it with soap and water. So dial soap is a good antibacterial soap. Do that twice a day. You can put bacitracin, which is commonly available. It's a Vaseline antimicrobial ointment. Sylvidine, which is another over-the-counter ointment, or even just run-of-the-mill Vaseline. Basically, the idea here is to prevent it from drying out, allowing it to heal with time. And you mentioned running a burn under cold water. Is there any validity to putting ice on it? I wouldn't put ice directly on it because the sensation is going to be altered. I would put it under cold tap water. That way you don't run the risk of creating a potential frostbite type injury on top of the burn injury. What you want to do is you want to cool the tissue, the area that's been burned down, particularly for a grease burn. You want to cool it down and get the grease off of the skin because it will continue to transfer heat as it sits there. The other thing that I would also advise people to do is now that they have more time on their hands with the COVID is to make sure they have a good formulated escape plan for their house. House fires in of themselves, it's not the actual fire, it's the inhalational injury. So all of the products of combustion, that is the reason why having an escape plan, being able to have a route out to prevent that kind of injury. Those sorts of products of combustion are very detrimental to the lungs and compound any sort of burn injury that's, that one would sustain. That is Midland plastic surgeon, Dr. David Yannick. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. Need help finding a primary care provider? Simply go to midmichigan.org doctors. And to learn more about MidMichigan Health's reconstructive surgery offerings, head to midmichigan.org slash plastic surgery. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thanks again for listening. Tune in again next week for another edition of Health Dose.